Hey, everybody, and welcome to week 18 of NFL Insights with Brennan Rampey. Uh, obviously, first off, we want to send our love and prayers and good thoughts to DeMar Hamlin. It's good to know that he uh, seems to be showing improvement. Uh, we will continue to keep him in our thoughts. Uh, Brennan went 10-4 and four last week. Uh, we'll get to uh, first two games take place on Saturday. Uh, the first game is a division matchup, which ordinarily might be tasty, but it is the 6-10 and 10 Raiders against the 13-3 and 3 Chiefs. Brennan, take it away. So I remember week 18 last year, the Chiefs uh, were at the Broncos to finish the regular season, and we all assumed that it would be a blowout because uh, the Chiefs have just dominated the division recently, but no, it, was ended, it ended up being a really close game. The Broncos almost won it, but... Melvin Gordon fumbled, and it was returned for a touchdown by Nick Bolton. And maybe if that didn't happen, the Broncos would have pulled off the upset. But no, it didn't happen. It'll be weird watching the first couple of plays of this game after what happened on Monday. But it'll be good to go to get back to normal. Uh, so wide receiver Sky Moore is out for the Chiefs. He hasn't been doing a whole lot this year anyway because of the emerge because of Juju Smith-Schuster and Marquez Valdez-Scantling, they're free agents who have now become their top wide receivers. Um, Nicole Hardman has been on IR for a little bit. I think he got activated off of it, but he will be on a snap count if he plays. The Raiders, they gave it their all against the 49ers. Jarrett Stidham played really well in his first career start, but now there's film on him and, uh, and uh, Chiefs, the Chiefs defense isn't elite, but they always make plays when it matters. It could be a shootout, but the Raiders are without defensive end Chandler Jones and linebacker Denzel Perriman. They played in the last meeting between these two, where the Raiders blew a 17-0 lead. And yeah, the Raiders have blown five leads of 10 or more points, which is just insanity. It might So yeah, it might be a shootout, and they might be able to keep it interesting, but it seems as if, as if that Bills versus Bengals game will be canceled. And all the Chiefs would have to do is win this game to be the number one seed. So they know how important it is. And I think they're going to win it and go 6-0 in the, in the division this year. Okay, then we have the nightcap on Saturday, which is actually a really big game. The 8-8 eight eight Jaguars welcoming in the 7-9 Titans and playing for the division. Yep, the winner of this game will win the AFC South. I'm really hoping it's the Jaguars because they'll be 9 an eight and not the Titans. They'd be an eight and nine divisional winner and teams with losing record and records in the playoffs just feels wrong. Uh, the Titans, they've been so injured, but, but with Mike Vrabel, they're, they're always in it. They always compete until the very end. Uh, Ryan Tannehill was placed on IR, which means his season is over. Uh, rookie Malik Willis isn't starting. Hasn't really been looking very good the past couple of weeks. So backup Josh Dobbs is going to play. Uh, pretty much the entire uh, defense didn't play last Thursday against the Cowboys, and all the wide receivers played, but Derrick Henry didn't play. Henry is going to be back. Most of the defense is going to be back, but they're just so injured, and the Jaguars have been on a, a crazy run recently, and uh, I think they're the best team in the division, and I think they're going to get to the playoffs, and I think they're going to win, and I think Doug Peterson would have to be in serious consideration for Coach of the Year if the Jaguars are able to make the playoffs Agree. Let's move on to Sunday. Um, we'll start off with the 6-10 and 10 Falcons welcoming in the 8-8 eight and eight Buccaneers. So the Buccaneers have won the division already. They did it last week against the Panthers, and uh, they're, locked in, they're locked into the fourth seed because of their record. 
And because of that, they don't have to play starters if they don't want to. But I'm really hoping they do because of the reasons I was just talking about with the Titans. Uh, if they they could go 8-9 in the playoffs if they want to do it, it just wouldn't feel right to me. I'm, I'm hoping Tom Brady feels the same way. He's undefeated against the Falcons in his career. Uh, the Falcons won against the Cardinals uh, last week, but just barely with fourth their fourth with the Cardinals' fourth quarterback, David Blau, and plus Deion, and, and DeAndre Hopkins was out, but still, they just barely won that game. Desmond Ritter has been improving, but hasn't been exactly great. I know he's a I know he's a rookie, but he's playing better. Maybe he'll get a chance to be the starter for an entire season in 2023, but we'll see. Week, week one and week 18 are always the hardest weeks to pick games, and because I really don't know what the Buccaneers are doing, I'll pick the Falcons, I guess. But I'm really hoping the Buccaneers play their starters and win. Okay, let's uh, head out to Buffalo, where the twelve and three Bills. We all, you know, we don't need to discuss it anymore. We all know what happened. Uh, they'll be playing their first game since Monday night when Hamlin went down, uh, welcoming in the eight and eight Patriots. You got to feel like the Bills are going to win this game. I'm. I think they were going to, regardless of what happened, even if they won or lost that game. Uh, I think they were going to win this one anyway. Uh, the Patriots, they just barely got it done against the Dolphins, who were who were being uh, led by Teddy Bridgewater. They got lucky with Bridgewater throwing a pick six to Kyle Duggar, which resulted in a touchdown. And then third, they had, they had to play their third quarterback, uh, Skylar Thompson, a rookie. And he did what he could, but it was just too many injuries to overcome. And plus they had a lot of guys on the offensive line and in, and with their defense and they had a lot of defensive players out too. The dolphins have been a really, uh, they've, they started off eight and three, but they've just been collapsing recently. And uh, the Patriots were, got a little lucky there. They're eight and eight, but they're, they're still not a really good team in my opinion. And uh, Josh Allen has dominated the Patriots recently with the exception of one game last year against the Patriots where it was like crazy windy and they couldn't really pass. Um, so yeah, the Bills, it, it's, it's at Buffalo and they're going to be motivated to get a win for DeMar Hamlin. It's really been a tough year. It's been, a, it's been a tough couple of months for Buffalo. There was the shooting, then there was the blizzard, which killed a couple of people. And then this, the Buffalo really does deserve a championship and I hope it does happen this year. And, uh, yeah, I think I like the Bills, the Bills to win this one. All right, let's head out to Chicago where the dumpster fire that is the Bears at 3-13 and 13 will be welcoming in the 12-4 and 4 Vikings, who I believe are sitting all their starters. Um, I hope the Bears, as a Bears fan, I hope the Bears lose and I hope the Texans win because I'd like them to get the number one overall pick. But uh, what do you think? So the Vikings are the third seed right now. Uh it was a blowout loss against the Packers. When they win, it's always really close. Uh, and when they lo- when they lose, it's always by 10 or more points. And you just don't know what to expect with this team. And what was really unfortunate to see was that Brian O'Neill got carted off early in that game. And he suffered a partially torn Achilles. So his season is finished. And uh, yeah, there's always this talk about the negative point differential, but that doesn't really matter to me. In my opinion, it's the record that matters the most. And yeah, uh, 
it's always a close game. It's always a hard attack, but I don't know if they're going to be playing starters or not. But in my opinion, the Vikings backups could probably beat the starters on this Bears team. The Justin Fields has been ruled out, so Nathan Peterman is going to play. And yeah, they've just been dealing with so many injuries to their secondary and wide receiver room. So uh, I'll take the Vikings to win regardless of starters or backups. Gotcha. Let's head to Cincinnati, where the uh, where the other team involved in the Monday night game uh, was is going to be hosting the Ravens. The Bengals come in at eleven and four. Ravens come in at ten and six. Divisional game. Well, how do you see this playing out? So the NFL hasn't officially canceled the Bills versus Bengals game, even though that's it seems like that's where it's going. And if if they announce that, if they had already announced it, the Bengals would be AFC North champions but um no we don't know that just yet but i think the bengals are going to win this division anyway they're going up against the ravens they've lost to the ravens in baltimore week five but they just barely lost to them they lost on a justin tucker field goal but they were playing lamar jackson back then and plus he had his number one receiver rashad bateman healthy at the time now bateman is out for the year and uh Jackson has been out for like five weeks. He hasn't been practicing again. Uh, this really complicates uh, contract talks after the season. He's probably just going to get a franchise tag because he hasn't been able to stay healthy uh, for a full season recently. It seems as if Tyler Huntley will start again. And uh, this is just one of the worst offenses in the league. They're great with their running game, but their wide receiver room is really one of the worst in the league. Deshaun Jackson, Sammy Watkins... Uh, Demarcus Robinson and James Prochet. That's really not scaring anyone. Their defense is really good, but their offense is why uh, their offense is going to prevent them from doing anything. And even when Lamar, even if Lamar Jackson returns, I just don't see this offense getting much better. They have given him a really mediocre supporting cast all year long. And uh, the Bengals, uh, they were looking pretty good in that game against the Bills. Uh, we'll never know, but it looked like they were on their way towards winning it before the injury happened, before Damar Hamlin's injury happened. And uh, I'm winless when I pick against the Ravens. I uh, it's, it's something I've noticed, and uh, I have it has to happen. I have to pick against them correctly eventually. I'm hoping so. So I'll take the Bengals here. I genuinely believe they're the better team. Okay, let's uh, go to a game that uh, is of interest to only a very select few group of people. The four eleven and one Colts welcoming in the two thirteen and one Texans. As I mentioned earlier, I'm hoping the Texans can pull this one off and let the and the Bears will lose, giving the Bears the number one overall pick. Yeah, this is a battle of the suck. Uh, it's the worst game of the week, and only very few people care about it. Uh, yeah, the Texans. We all knew this was coming. Um, really poor, uh, or really. Uh, Weak roster. Uh, hiring, firing David Culley after one season was weird, and Lovey Smith has been worse. They've they won four games with Culley, and now they're only going to win three at the most with Smith. And the Colts are definitely have de- were def- are definitely one of the more mo- were, they were one of the most disappointing teams this season. Matt Ryan was supposed to be an upgrade over Wentz, and this was supposed to be a team that would win the AFC South and, and maybe do a little more. But now it was a Colossal failure. Ryan did not look like 
what he looked like in Atlanta with, with the Falcons. And then Frank Reich got fired in the middle of the, the season. And they've been playing Sam. They played Sam Ellinger for a couple of weeks before rank Frank Reich got fired and, and he was terrible. Then they started Nick Foles, who was really bad before getting hurt against the Giants. And yeah, Jeff Saturday was a horrible interim head coach. It was kind of it was kind of disrespectful to coaching, honestly, because he wasn't even on the staff. And uh, I I expect both teams to have new head coaches and new quarterbacks next year. Uh, after the Colts blew that. Uh, after they blew that 33 to zero lead to the Vikings, I said I would never pick the. I was not picking the Colts again for the rest of the year, and I'm sticking. And I'm and I'm. That's what I'm doing yet again. Ellen Sam Ellinger is starting again, instead of Matt Ryan. This Matt Ryan has has probably played his last NFL game. And if and if I was Jeff Saturday, I was I would play Matt Ryan because Matt Ryan could probably beat the Texans because. But but if but since Ellinger is playing, I'm picking the Texans here. Let's head down to Miami, a divisional game uh, with the 8-8 eight eight Dolphins welcoming in the 7-9 Jets. So the Dolphins were 8-3 and three at one point. Now they've lost five in a row, and now they could potentially miss the playoffs, which would be an enormous collapse. It, they wouldn't be the first team to lose six straight. The Ravens were 8-3 and three last year, and then they, missed, they, they lost six straight in a row and then missed the playoffs. So... We don't know what's going to happen here. Teddy Bridgewater's questionable. He has a dislocated finger. And uh, if he can't go, they've got Skylar Thompson, and they just signed Mike Glennon, who started a couple of games for the Giants, and he lost every single one of those games last year, I do believe. Uh, the Jets are eliminated from the playoffs, but they'd probably love to uh, knock the Dolphins out of the playoffs as well. Uh, Mike White has been... Mike White is a better quarterback than Zach Wilson, but didn't play well at all against the Seahawks. And the Jets are definitely going to trade for or sign a veteran quarterback in free agency. Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo are the ones that have that have been tied to them the most. It, one of those two will probably be the Jets quarterback next year. I do I do believe that the Jets are just a quarterback away from making the playoffs. But when it comes to this game, I'm going to pick the Jets, and I predict the Dolphins' collapse will be fully complete. I keep mentioning that all these games are division games, but I think every game this week is a division game, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it's true. That's, uh, that's how it always is. I'll stop saying it then. Uh, let's go down to Nolens, where the 7-9 Saints will welcome in the 6-10 and 10 Panthers. Uh, both of these teams are looking forward to next year already. Yes, this along with Texans versus Colts are the only two uh, pointless games on the schedule because these teams are already both eliminated from playoff contention. The Saints look really bad at one point, but then they've been, they've been winning games. Their biggest their their biggest win of the season was definitely last week against the Eagles. But the Saints have questions this off season. Uh, they don't have a first round pick. I'm sure they would really love it because they would it would give them it would have them in good position to draft someone. But I don't know what their quarterback plan is. I I don't, I don't really know a whole lot about the salary cap, but I think they're in a pretty rough cap situation. The Panthers have played really well under interim head coach Steve Wilkes. A lot, of, a lot of players have said they want him to be the full-time head coach, and I think he definitely deserves the chance. But the interim head coach almost never becomes the full-time head coach if Rich, if Rich Bisaccia couldn't uh, be the full-time head coach with the Raiders after what he did last year. Then, and then 
I don't think anyone is going to be able to be the full-time head coach if as an interim head coach. Uh, the Panthers are also a quarterback, a team with quarterback uncertainty. Sam Darnold has been playing pretty well recently, but it's only been for a couple of games. He hasn't started the entire season, and he did lose a couple of, of games. Or he might have only lost one game as a starter, but he's, he's, he's a free agent after this year, and if the Panthers would be best off it would be best. It would be best for them to draft someone. Uh, I really have no idea here. I'm going to pick the Panthers, I guess. But when I pick them to win, they they lose, and when I pick them to lose, they win. So we'll see. All right, let's head to uh, Pittsburgh, where the eight and eight Steelers will be welcoming in the seven and nine Browns. The Steelers have clinched a playoff spot, mm-hmm. but uh, they're going to be playing. Uh, Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. I would like to see him uh, get to uh, nine and eight. I think it's going to happen. I think you said they clinched a playoff spot, but no, that actually hasn't happened yet. Oh, my bad. Uh, it's okay. Everyone makes mistakes. They can win. They can get into the playoffs if they win and the Dolphins lose. I believe that's what has to happen. And yeah, it's amazing. This team was done at, at one point in the season. I think they were two and six at one point, and then they just went on a winning streak. And Kenny Pickett has played pretty well the past couple of weeks. The offense isn't lighting it up. Uh, maybe they would be if they kept Chase Claypool, who has done nothing with the Bears. Um, yeah, they've, the defense has been keeping them in games, and, and Kenny Pickett has had two game-winning drives in a row. Last week against the Ravens was really impressive. And uh, yeah, if the Steelers win, uh, Mike, Tom, Mike Tomlin will continue his streak of uh, not having a losing season. And Deshaun Watson has been up and down so far with the Browns. I know he's been a little rusty, and I think there is there is improvement every week. He did throw for three touchdown passes against the Commanders in their win against them. And, uh, yeah, against all odds, I'm picking the Steelers to win and make the playoffs. Okay. All right, let's head to the city of brotherly love, where the thirteen and three Eagles will welcome in the nine six and one Giants. Both of these teams are playoff teams. Yes, they are. The Eagles lost against the Saints, which was a, a surprise, and then they lost to the Cowboys the week before that. Um, yeah, it's their they lost back to back games for the first time this season, but I think they're going to get a win here. Jalen Hurts has been limited in practice as opposed to not practicing at all. And it seems as if he's going to make his return. The Eagles really need him out there, even though Gardner Minshew has a decent backup. And uh, the Giants made the playoffs for the first time since 2016, which was a major achievement. But they're locked into the sixth seed and they have no real reason to play starters. So that's why I'm going to go with the Eagles here. Okay, let's keep it in the NFC East, where we'll head down to Washington, where the joke of a franchise known as the Commanders at 7-8-1 will be welcoming in the 12-4 Cowboys. The Commanders had a chance to make the playoffs, but it vanished after a, lost, after a loss to the Browns. They decided to start Carson Wentz over Taylor Heineke, and then um, that didn't work out at all. He threw three interceptions in a game that they had to win, and now... They're out of the playoffs, um, and now they're starting rookie fifth-round pick Sam Howell from North Carolina. He was very productive there, but he was the he was third on the depth chart. So we're going to see what he's made of now. I genuinely have no idea 
who the quarterback of this team will be in 2023. They have seven wins, so it's not good enough to... They didn't lose enough games to draft one of the top rookies, even though they could make a trade up, but they'll probably sign some... They'll probably sign or trade for some veteran like Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, or Ryan Tannehill. I truly don't know, but the Cowboys, they're in the playoffs. They last played on Thursday, so they'll be well-rested and well-prepared. I still think the Cowboys are going to end up winning the Super Bowl at the end of the year. Uh, they're the top team in the NFC to me. So that's why I'm going to take them. That's why I'm going to take them here. Okay. Uh, let's head to the Mile High City where the 4-12 and Broncos will be welcoming in the 10-6 and Chargers. Chargers headed to the playoffs. Yes, they are for the first time since 2018. And it's the first time in the Justin Herbert era that they're going to make the playoffs. And, uh, they're getting healthier and healthier, and they could be a, a threat to potentially advance deep in the playoffs. The Broncos, they I think they are the single. I think they're the most disappointing team in the NFL this year. They were they a lot of people thought they would make the playoffs and maybe and maybe even the Super Bowl, but no, that didn't happen at all. I blame Nathaniel Hackett. He was just just not qualified for the job, and they were there was a lot of injuries, but their defense kept them in most of their of the games, and it was and the offense had so many chances and they couldn't do anything with it and with their after with, with after they fired him uh, and they had their first game with Jerry Rosberg as their interim head coach the Broncos played really well against the Chiefs they came so close but the Broncos fell just short there and uh I still believe I think the Broncos can be a playoff team with uh with a better head coach they do have a first round pick too I'd say their most uh, I'd, say, I'd say their biggest needs are another wide receiver. They need some depth there because Cortland Sutton has missed time. Jerry Judy has missed time and KJ Hamler has missed time. All three of them have barely been on the field together at, uh, all at once. And another wide receiver named Tim Patrick, who got uh, an extension recently, he tore his ACL in training camp. So the season before the, before, before the season even started. So I'd say their biggest needs are wide receiver depth and offensive line. Their offensive line was a mess this season. And uh, yeah, I still I, th- I still think Russell Wilson can be good, but you need, you need to hire the right head coach. Sean Payton, Dan Quinn, and Frank Reich have been some of the names floated around. But when it comes to who's winning this game, I think the Chargers are going to do that. All right, let's head out to the Pacific Northwest, where the eight and eight Seahawks will welcome in the five and eleven Rams. Are the Rams officially the worst uh, Super Bowl hangover of all time? Yes, I believe they are. I think their eleven losses sets a record for most losses of all time, but the injuries this year, I mean, it always seems like so many teams across the league deal with so many injuries this year, but yeah, the Rams, they were uh, decimated by injuries. Their offensive line, most notably, they use so many different combinations and yeah, just, just, a, they, they really struggled on the offensive line. Matthew Stafford lost, he didn't play like the final, like five or six weeks of the season. They lost Cooper Cup to a high ankle sprain that needed surgery. And Aaron Donald had a high ankle sprain of him uh, himself, and we didn't, and he missed a ton of weeks himself. And uh, yeah, those are their three biggest players, and they all were not on the field. They still were able to win some games. They had that crazy win over the Rams with Baker Mayfield, and then they had the big win over the Broncos, where they they blew them out. And maybe they can be good next year, but we'll see. They continue to have almost no draft picks. They're not going to have a first round pick until twenty twenty four. Uh, the Seahawks can reach the playoffs if uh, 
they win and the Lions beat the Packers. Uh, we'll see if it happens. I don't know. But when it comes to this game, I'm going to pick the Seahawks to win it. Let's head out to San Fran, 12-4 and four Niners, with uh, rookie sensation and undefeated starter Brock Purdy uh, welcoming in the 4-12 and 12 Cardinals, who would appear to be saying goodbye to Cliff Kingsbury after this game. That's probably going to be what happens. This is also my lock of the week, as the 49ers are 5-0 in the division, and they're one win away from being undefeated in the division. They crossed the Cardinals earlier in Mexico City, and I just think it's going to happen again. Brock Purdy is has been really good this season. Uh, I really do wonder what the 2023 quarterback situation will be like for the 49ers. You have Trey Lance, who they traded up to get at third overall, and he's shown potential but has barely played. He's been dealing with a lot of injuries, uh, most notably uh, he had lingering injuries in his rookie year, and then he had the broken ankle that required two surgeries, and Purdy has looked really good as a rookie. And uh, we'll see what happens there. And much like with the Rams, the Cardinals have been disappointing, but they've been dealing with so many injuries to their offensive line, to tight end Zach Ertz, Marquise Brown. They traded a first-round pick for him, which I which seems like which seems like a little much after the trade. After we've seen after they made that trade, it seems as if it was a little much. He's been dealing with injuries. DeAndre Hopkins was suspended for six games, and then Kyla Murray tore his ACL. It, it's a lot, but it's a, that, would, that, that, that would be a lot for any head coach to deal with, but it seems as if they're going to move on, and I want if they do, I wonder who they'll hire. We'll have to wait and see, and there's also rumors that general manager Steve Kime could be on his way out as well, but yeah, I think this will be a 49ers blowout. And let's wrap it up with the Monday night game. Sunday. I'm sorry, Sunday night game. There is no game on Monday. The 8-8 eight eight Packers welcoming in the 8-8 eight eight Lions. This one uh, looks like it's going to be very entertaining. It should be. Uh, both of these teams have a path to the playoffs. The Packers, it's very simple. Uh, win and in. Uh, the Lions have a more complicated path. The They need the Rams to beat the Seahawks, which would be... Uh, that, that's uh that's going to be tough for the Rams to do. The, the Lions will need a, a Rams loss. No, 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 they need the Rams to beat the Seahawks, and the Lions have to beat the Packers. So the Lions are going to know their fate before this game even begins. If the Seahawks win, they'll be out, but they'll, I guess their motivation will be to try to knock the Packers out. The Packers were, everyone thought they were finished at 4-8, and eight, and, uh, that isn't the case. They've won four in a row, including wins over notable wins over the Dolphins and Vikings. And much like the Steelers, they just the Packers just don't go away. This isn't the same team as uh, this isn't the same Packers team as the one we've seen the past couple of years. But I think they're gonna get in even still. Um, how far they go will will remains to be seen. It's not, it's not even a guarantee they'll beat the Lions because the Lions won last time and they're a tough team but i think i I do like i do like the packers to win this one and make the playoffs and there you have it folks those are brennan's week 18 picks um obviously we will be back uh to do the playoffs all the way through to the super bowl so don't forget to keep tuning in uh don't forget to follow brennan on twitter at phd in nfl and go check out all the great content over at qblist.com, some of which that Brennan uh, contributes to. Take care.